Monday Night Football in the books. One more down. The 49ers, the Cardinals. 49ers drum the Cardinals so bad. We think the 49ers maybe are contenders, and we got to pour one out for the, uh, the, the Crimson Birds over there in the desert. Plus, we have, a, as always on Tuesday, our Yike of the Week on a Locked on NFL podcast. You are Locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Why, hello there, football fans. Welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am Luke Braun and Luke Braun NFL here with Ross Jackson and Ross Jackson. We are your Tuesday hosts for the Locked On NFL Podcast. Today's episode of Locked On NFL. Brought to you by Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. Just you against the house. Pick two to five of your favorite players, whether they'll do better or worse than their prize picks projection. If you're right, you can win up to 10 times your money. And first time signups can get a 100% match up to 100 bucks by using promo code locked on at prizepicks.com or on the Prize Picks app. Thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. And we are here first off to talk about perhaps. A little uh, shakeup in the NFC standings, powers, power rankings, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, in the world of whomst we are taking seriously, the 49ers have to be on there. They've been sitting in that seven seed for like two, three weeks now, going, mm-hmm. ah, like, you know, they're kind of flawed. Is Jimmy Garoppolo, like, he kind of lost his job and now he has it back. And they right. kind of, they, they won like a 1916 crap fest game last week. And, you know, what's kind of going on here? And is Christian McCaffrey really going to unlock? Well, they just unleashed <laughs> hell and fury <laughs> on the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody got involved. Two touchdowns for George Kittle, over 100 scrimmage yards for Christian McCaffrey, breakaway touchdown for Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk got in there. This was the 49ers, the way they are supposed to look. And so, to you, Ross, I pose the question. Aha. Uh-huh. Are they NFC Super Bowl contenders? The San Francisco 49ers are NFC Super Bowl contenders. They, they have to be. The, the, mm-hmm. the amount of weapons that they have over on the offensive side at this point, like you kind of just mentioned, you, you ran through the names, right? Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. You've got Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk gets in the end zone twice in this game. You've seen all the different ways that they're able to kind of utilize all of these guys. What we saw tonight up against an Arizona Cardinals team that admittedly tends to step in its own way, get in its own way, step on its own feet. It was a Colt McCoy Step in its own something. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you saw me pivot away from that a little bit, right? Uh, <laughs> Colt McCoy leading the way. No Kyler Murray. Like, I understand these things, right? Like, I get it and all. And, you know, I think if you ask Alex Clancy over at Locked on Cardinals, we saw the Cardinals that everyone should be expecting to see on a daily basis. Right. But that cannot. And we will get to them. Yes, we will get to them here in a moment. But that cannot take away from just how dangerous the San Francisco 49ers are when it all works. And look, figuring it out here in week 11, not a bad spot to be considering you just traded for Christian McCaffrey at the trade deadline. You have a healthy offense for the first time and Lord knows how long when it comes to San Francisco 49ers team. And then you saw all the ways they're able to do it. Luke, you put Christian McCaffrey on the outside. You could put Debo Samuel in the backfield and nobody like knows. Slants nobody knows what corners. to do. What do you do? Like, 
my God. Like, imagine yeah. to be able to take Christian McCaffrey emotionally. I mean, you you see this sometimes, I'm sure, with Dalvin Cook as well, right? Like, you take these guys, you motion them to the outside, these versatile Little. running backs, motion them to the outside, the linebacker follows them out. You've got mismatches for days for when you sure. do stuff like that. Like, it, it's going to be sure. tough. Fullback CJ Ham catching slants. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, who's the worst cover person on the saints like is it a linebacker is it like who's who is the person you would least want Mm. a coverage play to come down to on the saints i think probably right now as it is it would probably be chris harris jr the the slot corner who okay you know chris harris jr 1v1 on deep on on christian mccaffrey yeah i hate that hate that idea and we're probably gonna see it next weekend (laughs) who is in the back seven so we're not talking d-line but back Mm -hmm. seven who's the biggest run liability uh, probably, I think right now, maybe Tyron Matthew, size, tackling, those okay. things have been an issue. Okay, Tyron Matthew, Oklahoma drill on Debo Samuel. Yeah, 100%. And these are the subversions. Like, yes, <laughs> right. That's the thing, like, that's just the mix, like, the stuff that they can mix in. You know, on the outside, you, you're usually still having to deal with Brandon Ayuk, who is a yards after catch monster. Um, Debo Samuel is somebody you can still get to in the short and intermediate area who can pick up yards after catch for you, pick up tough yards. And oh, by the way, there's also George Kittle, who like yeah. looked like the the world's like beefiest gazelle out on the field today. Like if you had a gazelle and a lion and you put them together in a professional athlete, that was George Kittle tonight because the guy is huge. He's unstoppable. You get the ball in his hands too, and then he can also make stuff happen for you after the catch. It, what do you do against these guys? Right. and yeah, you pressure it, it, Jimmy so Garoppolo. A, That's it. Right? Yes, pressure Jimmy Garoppolo and make him throw stupid interceptions over the middle, which has always been the key to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that'll be their undoing one more time. Like That could happen. But here's the way I see it with them. You know, yeah, it took them until November to kind of figure all this out. And they took some dumb losses in the meantime. They're six and four. Like, you don't look at six and four and think like Super Bowl. But now they are in the lead in the NFC West. And really, to me, the thing that really scared me off of truly all the way buying into the 49ers was, well, if they can't catch the Seahawks and win Mm. that division, and that's still a big if, right? They could still lose a couple. So like, but if they can't win that division, now they got to go on the road and play on the road a whole bunch. And they'll be like a plucky, scary road team. Um, but it won't be, you know, you, you can't call the six seed a contender, right? Right. Call them the team right. you don't want to play or dark horse or whatever mm-hmm. kind of gets downgraded to dark horse. But if you put them in at the third seed, shoot the two seed now, maybe one road game, you got to play all, all the whole time. And that's a little bit scarier. And that means you can really see these 49ers, the height of their power. Um, and if, if, they can put together consistently string together games that are like this one against Arizona. Um, yeah, I, I say look out. I say they can go toe-to-toe with anybody in this league, and I actually think there's plenty of teams that can't go toe-to-toe with them. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And and look, there's always going to be the greatest equalizer in the NFL, injuries. Christian McCaffrey is somebody that has dealt with injuries during his time. Debo Samuel is getting worked on, on and off on the uh-huh. sideline all throughout this game and everything. We'll see what happens there. But if you have all of those pieces, and then we didn't even mention guys like Nick Bosa. and you didn't even talk Talanoa. about defense. Jimmy right. Ward. Right, Jimmy Ward, who was, who was great tonight. Uh, Talanoa Hufunga, who's been awesome so far Total this season. Out, yeah. Fred Warner. Fred Warner, one of the best sure. linebackers, inside linebackers in the NFL over on the defensive mm-hmm. side as well. 
so you get the play calling cooking, you get the defense making plays with a guy like D'Amico Ryans, who's going to be, you know, a, 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 a head coach conversation darling during the offseason. This is a team that's going to be very, very hard to meet up with. And as you mentioned, even harder to go and travel to and win if they put themselves in that situation come the playoffs. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, yeah. Who, who who blows out the like who who is the 49ers kryptonite like who do who do they play in the playoffs that they can't beat you know like they, the right. eagles that probably eagles be favored be, probably have yeah. a home game but you're not you're not looking at that one like it's a, a, a sure thing yeah what about your stupid dumb vikings well they can beat anyone but they can lose to anyone yeah so which is kind of the which is kind of the story of the NFC, honestly, mm-hmm. right? Like that's kind of the story of the NFC too, because that could be the San Francisco 49ers as that well. That could be but, the 49ers. And it has been the 49ers, <laughs> right? Like they lost to the Bears week one. It happens. Right, right. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. But hey, I'll tell you what, like you look at how exciting the um the Philadelphia Eagles have been so far this season, how exciting the Minnesota Vikings can be, how exciting this San Francisco 49ers team can be. And all of a sudden the NFC is starting to shake out with some interesting teams that are going to have some an NFC fun South. to watch in the postseason. And there's also an NFC South that will have some type of presence by default, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it were my choice, I'd say just put an extra NFC North team uh, in there. But we'll talk about that extra NFC North team <laughs> in a little bit as we get to looking at poor them out because that's what we're going to get to next whose season is over and who might be rising from the dead luke it could happen it could happen there's a team out there that could win out and shock the entire <laughs> world <laughs> okay it's always that part of the season right like oh well if they went out if they and they get all help <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so we'll get to all of that and, and trust me it's not the team you think i am and don't don't mind the plaques on the back of the wall if you're watching on youtube it ain't that team It's a different one. So we'll get to that as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on NFL. Today's episode of Locked on NFL is brought to you by our friends over at Turo, the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want wherever you want it from a community of local Host, pretty cool stuff here. There's a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. You're going to be able to find them in the US, the UK, Canada, and soon, coming soon, to Australia, down under. Yeah, you're going to be taken care of as well. You can book a spacious SUV or minivan if you've got maybe like a family outing or maybe you want a luxury car for a special event, a birthday, holiday, something like that. Um, Maybe you're just looking for an affordable economy car to go from point A to point B. Or you could do like your friends over at Locked on Mavs uh, over on the NBA side. Locked on Mavericks host Isaac, they were going to a family trip and they said, you know what? I want to try a Tesla. And so they just rented a Tesla. So you could try all of that out over at Turo. In fact, many Turo hosts will even bring your car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget about rental cars. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Prize. Picks daily fantasy made easy. Luke, I don't know about you. I'm not a big fan of like the usual daily fantasy. You got to set a lineup. First of all, you know me, man. I hate salary caps. I don't want salary caps in my fantasy football. Get that <laughs> not out unless of my you face. can restructure their prices. Right. And, yeah, if yeah, I can't get, kick you know, the cap can, credits and yeah, if I can't kick the can down the road to recycle the can, I don't want nothing to do with it. Give me yeah. prize picks instead, where all I have to do is use my football knowledge, my knowledge of matchups, my knowledge of scheme, in order to be able to simply pick whether 
whether or not two to five players are going to come in at more or less than their prize picks projections. You get those right, you're going to have to 10 times your entry. And first time users are going to be able to get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com or download the prize picks app today and enter the promo code locked on. Then after that, you deposit $100, they'll match $100. You deposit $50, they'll match $50. It's real nice and simple. They'll get you all taken care of over at prizepicks.com. Just don't forget that promo code locked on to start playing daily fantasy football today and get that 100% into deposit match of up to $100. Once again, it's prizepicks.com. Once again, thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. For your second listen, go check out Locked On Sports Today with Peter Bukowski. Hey. World Cup kicking off yeah. probably talking about that and not to mention everything going on in the nfl nba nhl and all around the wide world of sports it is time to uh ring the ominous church bells and pour one out for the fallen because uh, we were hanging on to the arizona cardinals for a little bit we were giving on. them hope we were letting them do their thing yep it is uh over i'm it's sorry time. Especially looking at the landscape of the NFC, mm-hmm. that's it's crowded. There's probably seven or eight teams that deserve to be in the playoffs. The Cardinals are not in that list, and to break into that list, they would need some miracles. They would need some collapses. If you think about the Seahawks in the wild card, yep. the way Geno Smith's playing, and then the three NFC East teams, Eagles, um, Cowboys, Giants, Put the 49ers in there, and you have gotten two division winners and three wild card spots. And then yeah. the Vikings and whoever accidentally wins the NFC South. Um, <laughs> somebody they, has to. They're doing their best <laughs> not to. Like, to yeah. have no one do <laughs> it. Whoever the whoops, we're in the playoffs playing at home. <laughs> um, there's your playoff picture for the NFC. Mm. For somebody else to break into it, we we poured one out for the Rams for the same reason last week. For somebody yep. else to break into it, they got to break into that group of teams. And at, what did they fall to? Four and seven? Yes. You got seven losses now? You basically need to win out and this team ain't doing that. No. No, not the team that we saw on Monday Night Football that got punched in the mouth and then punched in the mouth and then punched in the mouth again. I mean, yeah. that was rough to watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's time to say goodnight to Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals, at least for this season. Now, if you hear, listen right. to Alec Clancy, we might be late. Yeah. Yeah. We might be late on this. We, we did give them a little bit of life, right? A little bit of extra life at this point uh, or earlier on. But I think after you, you saw what happened here, uh, I mean, there's no reason to look at this team and say, you know what? There's this redeeming quality that says they might. Because even if you had Kyler Murray, I don't know that he makes that much of a difference for you in this game. Now, is he better than Colt McCoy? A hundred percent, right? You take Kyler Murray out of the equation and then the Arizona Cardinals are one of the worst rushing teams in the NFL, though. And so outside of what you're not able to do with a James Conner, the cut of Eno Benjamin that I still don't quite understand um, the inefficiencies in the passing. Rondale Moore is hurt. You get Greg Dorsch out there still doing some doing some nice things in that role, but you're still you know struggling to get DeAndre Hopkins kind of on board so far this season. I think that after missing the first six games, the defense is still giving up big plays. 
I, and, and a lot of just like self-inflicted wounds, it, it's hard to turn the tide, trust me, <laughs> on a team that's beating themselves. Uh, so yeah. for me, I'm going to pour one out for the Arizona Cardinals. It's time. It's time. And like you said, it's we might time be and Yeah, we, it might be past time. But here's the next question. Who is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals in 2023? I think it's still going to be Cliff Kingsbury, if I'm being honest. I think it's still going to be Cliff Kingsbury. But... If you've been following along with Alex Clancy over at Locked In Cardinals, he's been saying it for a long time. It shouldn't be. So following Alex, here's what I think happens. And mm-hmm. I'm taking a lot of these takes from him. I think Steve Kime stays because he has some Grimo worm tongue like hold on that organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows where the bodies are buried for whatever reason. Yeah, he's got photos or something. Him. Yeah. <laughs> so he stays. Cliff Kingsbury falls on this on the grenade. Mm-hmm. He goes down, but they go, look, we still love the idea of a young hotshot offensive mind. We just had the wrong one. So Kellen Moore, come on down and oh, let's build something for Kyler Murray. Very interesting. You feel like they could be more successful in that, in that environment with uh, no, Kellen Moore? But I think that's what they'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I won't <laughs> like it, point. but I think that's what they'll do. Um. But I do think Steve Kimes stick, sticks around. I think he's just, it just seems like he's going to win the politics battle. I don't think he should stick around. Mm-hmm. The way the Arizona Cardinals have been built has been kind of nonsense. I, I could see that they were going for something unique. It hasn't worked. It's time to try a new path. And I don't really see Steve Kime as the guy who's willing to be like, all right, I was wrong. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. But I that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't know if they do move on from Cliff Kingsbury because that's kind of Steve Kime having to admit that he was wrong. Maybe, but yeah, it's but you can make the sacrificial lamb, years. you know what I mean? Yeah, like you can do that and and, yeah. and kind of have it fall back on Cliff Kingsbury, right? Right. You know, he's the scapegoat, lump every problem and say he was the guy, and then go mm-hmm. get the new young hotshot. It's exactly what the Vikings did. They were like, Yeah, that Mike Zimmer dude, he was the problem. Let's just bring in Mr. Kumbaya and let's like have a better culture. And that's the whole deal. And that, that, that we can sell tickets that way. Right. Yeah. It hasn't not worked. Yeah. But we have another thing to talk about. Um, yeah. I, I got, I got a team man that I think. Are we resurrecting? Can I we think do we that? might need to resurrect him for, for a second. How do you, how do you pour, how do you unpour one out for a team? I guess, but. I don't think we can because it feel because like the point of pouring one out is like we we planted our we flag, said right? goodbye we said goodbye we no, said you're goodbye right. you're but right. okay. we can discuss will we be owned on this because we there can, you go it, we might be screwed we're not gonna yeah. unpour one out we're not we're yeah. not cowards here all right we'll stand by our takes yeah but are but, we screwed with the kitties yeah the Detroit Lions man <laughs> Dan Campbell I, somebody thought we were about to talk about the Bengals. <laughs> and I hope that person's very disappointed. <laughs> that's a good point. No, I mean, you, <laughs> because that's you at, one we might legit get owned on. Yeah, I'm okay with that one, though. I, I, I'll take yeah, that one. Fair enough. But this is this would be the team that I don't want to be wrong about. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, you don't want to count out the Detroit Lions and all of a sudden the Detroit Lions be in the playoffs. Like, that looks worse to me. You know what I mean? Then, then predicting the Super Bowl hangover and all those other things. But for me, man, like, I'm just curious. I'm curious about these Detroit Lions. 
they would have to win out, right? And that would put them in a situation where they were 11 and 7. They still have the Bills on the schedule, for instance. We were kind of talking about that before we came up here. Um, if that happens and they lose that game, they could still go 10 and 6, I guess. But, like, it's going to be really interesting just to watch this team because they're so rejuvenated. They're so recharged. And Jamison Williams coming off of injured reserve, or at least the, the, the designated to return for injured reserve. So the practice window is open for the next mm-hmm. three weeks. That's one of the most electrifying college football players that we have seen in a while, now getting an opportunity to potentially hit the NFL field. I'm so excited for him. And maybe that's what it is that has me feeling them. But I just love what the Detroit Lions are doing. I love, you know, I, I got a lot of love for Dan Campbell, for Aaron Glenn, these guys that used to be like Saints assistants and stuff like that. Like I, I you know, I, so I got a soft spot for that, I guess. But Mark Brunel, I mean, come on, like just a cool group of, of cats. Yeah, Mark Brunel is like one of the assistant coaches in Detroit. Up. No, I'm serious. He was on hard knocks and everything. Um, oh, man. But like, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm curious about these Detroit. They have piqued my interest. Let's say it mm-hmm. that way. They have piqued my interest. And that is a team that I would like welcome being wrong about if somehow they shock the world. That's all. I, like, look, weirder things have happened. But the, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. They I'm have. Sorry, they're at, at four and seven or four, four and, and six. six. Mm-hmm. Four and six. Okay. Oh, and they would be at four and seven unless they beat the Bills on Thanksgiving, which would be right. a lot. Uh, then they have a Jaguars game. All right, we'll say they win that one. Then they got to play the Vikings. Okay. And then they got to go to New York and play the Jets. Tough defense there, even though Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, a lot of stuff going wrong there. That's also a month from now. They'll probably have that figured out. Yep, we'll get Panthers. To that in a we, we can give them that one. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then they host the Bears. We can give them that one. But here's mm-hmm. the deal. They, so if they upset the Bills and the Vikings and they yep. win all the other ones they were supposed to and they don't Lions that up, this would probably come down to a Week 18 game in Lambeau. Do you know where the worst things happen to Detroit? In Lambeau. In Lambeau. And so Lambeau. this feels like, if anything, it's setting up for a late season surge. Oh, my God, we might actually make the playoffs only to get face mask hail married by Aaron Rodgers one last time <laughs> before he rides off into the sunset to do peyote in the woods. <laughs> That's what this is. So I'm not unpouring one out for the Lions. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's too many things. That's it, fair. It, unlike the 49ers, because I do agree, like the Lions are figuring some stuff out and they will be right. a difficult opponent for all those teams. But unlike the 49ers, they didn't win enough on the way. Yeah. Yeah. 49ers don't need to win out to do this. Yep. You know, hope the Lions do. Yep. Well, I'm going I'm to sit over here in my, my happy place and just dream about what could have been with the Detroit Lions had they just gotten a couple of earlier wins. Darn Detroit. All right, coming up next, we're going to take a look at our biggest yike of the week. What was the biggest thing that went wrong in the NFL in week 11? From Luke's perspective, from my perspective, we'll give you ours. We already kind of hinted towards mine there's a quarterback controversy you're brewing where there doesn't need to be one we'll break all that down as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of locked on nfl if you're somebody that loves though to get involved in some of the betting odds around the world of sports we got just a thing for you today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at bet on line whether you're somebody that looks for odds lines props um spreads things like that that you're looking for on the nfl side maybe we're even looking at things like uh uh, uh, football futures, stuff like that for players and end of year awards, maybe even looking at coaching odds, things like that. You can find all that over at 
bet online. Not into betting on the NFL? No big deal. You can check out the NBA, the NHL. There's boxing. There's combat sports. There's uh, there's uh, esports as well. There's even auto racing. A whole bunch of stuff that you can get in on. And then of course you've got the World Cup underway as well, which has a lot of different like interesting, fun kind of props in addition to like the usual betting stuff that you would find in those soccer matches or those football matches, depending upon where you're listening. So make sure you go and check them out. You can find them on the your your uh, desktop, your laptop, or uh, on your mobile device. Heading over to Bet Online, your number one source for all sports wagering needs bet online where the game starts let us move on to what's becoming uh one of my favorite parts of the week i'm loving it the weekly yike yike just one we just it's something that made you say yike yike should i go first go first because you've got one (laughs) mine is (laughs) i have to think very hard (laughs) it's okay i i I can do two if i need to um (laughs) Mine is Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Man, listen, the New York Jets, <laughs> the New York, that's going to have to be like my catchphrase. Man, you have to find, I'm going to have to find listen. some way to use that in every episode that. now. Man, listen, the New York Jets had everything going for them this season. I know that they're in the AFC East. They were going to live in the shadow of the Buffalo Bills throughout the entire season. I understand all that. I get all that. But let me tell you something. There was always something intriguing about this New York Jets team early on in the season. The the rookie success with guys like Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, a couple of the best at their position in at their position in terms of their rookie year right now, uh, or among the best in terms of the, their conversation at each position. Uh, uh, you know, some these guys that were kind of like castaways from other teams that went to the Jets and then all of a sudden put together a, a, a defense that was stifling some of the teams that they were going up against. An offense that was led by, you know, even Brees Hall, who was a part of that, a part of that conversation before uh, his injury, the rookie running back uh, that came in this season. And they were just finding ways to win. They were this gritty team with Robert Sala leading the way at head coach, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden you get this fantastic defensive performance that Zach Wilson can't make good on because Luke, he completed three passes in the entire second half of the game three passes and then when asked after the game do you feel like you wasted a good defensive performance you know what he said luke he said i'll pretend no (laughs) he said no listen man listen (laughs) (laughs) get him i I cannot sit there and see, look at a quarterback who completes three passes in the second half, wasting a defensive performance and having the nerve to go up and say, no, it wasn't on me. That wasn't on me. That brought me back to the back to the days to where like quarter, there was, there was, uh, there was a couple of quarterbacks who were out there that were struggling, but they, in their mind, they were just balling. It was balling out. And it's like, that's just not the reality of what happened in this game. So now you go from that to on Monday, Robert Sala, the head coach, not committing to Zach Wilson <laughs> as the starting quarterback moving forward. He got and he's like, I'm not the problem. And he gets <laughs> so you're very clearly the problem, Zach. <laughs> Joe Flacco's corpse. And so, so who are you going to put out there if you're the Jets? Joe Flacco? Joe, yeah. Mike what, White? Like, Mike White might be the best 
shot. I don't know. They should probably not bench Zach Wilson. That might. I hope that's just kind of a like, hey, buddy, on notice kind of thing. You he, were heat that seat up a little. Yeah, right, right. Just like, but, just light the fire a little bit, right? Yeah, but like, but uh, I don't know it, if the other guys are a better idea. <laughs> right. You ain't got a better option, Robert. You ain't got a better option, Bob. <laughs> like, you ain't going nowhere with these guys. So for me. It's like you finally go out there as the New York Jets and not New York Jets it up. And right now, you're threatening to New York Jets it up. Don't do yes. it. Yike. Don't do it. Yike. All right. I got a yike for you. Right. Sticking in the AFC with another team that uh, maybe we kind of hoped we could see a little more out of in Denver in those throwback uniforms. Mm. Devontae Adams. Scores a walk-off overtime touchdown, which, by the way, lol, get wrecked Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just drink that in real quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is is throwing to like Instagram users and losing to the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that doesn't bother him one bit. No. Um, what's Jake Kumaro up to? But that's not my yeah. Yikes. <laughs> my my yike goes to a player who's he's been so good this year patrick sertan oh he really man. one of the premier corners but oh, oh buddy man he got cooked did he get cooked oh my and it was gosh. not a misread it wasn't a, bu- a coverage bust sometimes you get the wrong assignment you get yourself out of position like oh my god we miscommunicated no he thought that was a deep crosser he thought that they were gonna run like uh a Yankee kind of concept or something yeah. like that with um, uh, with Devonte Adams running a deep over. He he attacked it really hard. He looked like maybe he he was even gonna uh, like try to jump it. Try or to something. jump the route. There was yeah, clearly yeah. Film study involved yep. in that, which yep. like makes it look worse. But honestly, like belies something that might calm you down if you're a Broncos fan a little bit. Um, but oh, yike, buddy. Rough rough you were on the opposite hash when he <laughs> caught that like <laughs> you were i haven't seen a, a a cook like that since the last time i watched top chef oof oh nice Got nice it. boom roasted dude i cannot like playing cornerback in the nfl it's impossible impossible that's why dude. i'm being very charitable and if patrick sertan ever sees this i Know Come that I Luke. get it. I Come understand. All right. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. And you're right. You, like, got, got, you get a yike. We can move on. Yeah. Yeah. But you're so right, too, about the like the film study part of that is that like there is something about lining up there, seeing the two by two or the three by one, whatever it is, seeing that those two guys did something that eliminates half of what you're looking for. You have an option to where it's either going to be this or this. And you think it's going to be this, and it ends up being that. Mm-hmm. And just what you can't, you can't do anything about it. All you can do is commit to the choice and uh, commit to the bit. If you're lose, yeah. Like if you're going to be wrong, be wrong. Like if you're going to hesitate, you're wrong all the time, right? So if you're going to be yes, wrong, yes, hundred percent. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Go get it. Like there's a lot of stuff in there. Like if you're actually in the DB room, you're going, all right. What did you see? Okay. Like we yep. want. Like that was a smart thing. He got punished for doing. Yeah, but you still got to get a yike, man. You can't end up yike. that far away from the guy from Devonte Adams of all people. Right. right, you can't be that far from from Devonte Adams. Yike, and get cooked that bad and not get a yike or two throughout the week. All 
<laughs> we got you. We got you. We got you, PS2. Um, man, <laughs> what what a fun week in the NFL it was. We saw Cordero Patterson uh, <laughs> become the record holder oh, now yeah. for like best kick returner in NFL history at this point, if he wasn't already. I mean, the guy's the guy's phenomenal. A couple of big storylines to continue to follow throughout the week. Kyle Pitts going to injured reserve for the Atlanta Falcons just when they started to utilize him in the red zone, which stinks for them. Uh, and then you have uh, day-to-day stuff going on with Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. So lots of storylines oh, no, to continue run. to follow. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no. They just got Chase Claypool too. Oh. Yeah, gosh. The all in <laughs> season didn't work. But uh very, very uh eventful and fun weekend in the NFL for sure. And if you want to keep up with all of it every step of the way, you found the place to do it. It's right here with the Locked On NFL podcast. Appreciate you very much making us your first listen of the day every day. Coming up in tomorrow's episode, you're going to get power rankings uh, as well as uh, just a ton of entertainment from James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. Just doesn't get any better than those two guys yes. chopping it up. So you'll want to tune in for all that as well as all big the time other. Uncle vibes. Yes, big time guys. Uncle vibes. I love it. Hashtag o- uncle, uncle that won't Wednesdays. let you win at, Yeah, that won't <laughs> let you win at the dice game kind of vibe. <laughs> oh, I think Tony's going to love that. Tony's going to love that. <laughs> I was actually sure. talking about James with both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but he's going to love that one for sure. Um, <laughs> so you'll definitely want to tune in for those guys. It's a lot of fun on uh, Wednesdays. It's a lot of fun here every Monday through Friday on the Locked on NFL podcast. And of course, it's also a lot of fun every Monday through Friday over on Locked on Sports Today. Make sure you go and check them out. Get all the biggest news around uh, the world of sports. Take of the day. All the good stuff from the local experts in the way that only Locked on can provide fun in the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Luke Braun. Ross Jackson. We'll see you here again here soon on the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.